Welcome to the very first episode of Beats with Jay. From beats to videos, social media and more, Beats with Jay is a series dedicated to help, teach, guide, and inspire other like-minded beat makers who want to improve their skills and gain more knowledge within various aspects of the music production field. If you'd like to watch this episode live in the studio, don't forget that all episodes are also available on my YouTube channel. So let's get started. Mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Jay Elliott here. Today, I'm going to show you a beat that I made within Beatmaker 3. I'm just going to share my process and how I put it together. And I'll also show you all the AUV3 instruments and effects plugins that I use to create this beat. So before we get started, let me play you a quick snippet of the beat, just in case you haven't heard it yet. So this beat was made specifically for a Beatmaker 3 tutorial, which I'll leave a link in the description box below so you can check it out. But a lot of people are asking how I made this beat and what sounds did I use to create it. So the first thing I laid down was the drums. I usually do the chords or the drums first, but for this particular beat, I did the drums. So the drums that I used were from old school drum machines like the 808, the 707, and the CR78. Uh, I just picked a bunch of different sounds and loaded them up and then came up with a pattern. But I'll quickly go through all the sounds first. And with those sounds, I came up with this pattern. So for the drums, I came up with a pattern that has uh, a little bit of a bounce to it. And some of the drums I quantized, some of it I unquantized. And for the hi-hats, I nudged a little bit forward. The snares, I always move a little bit back. And some of the other percussion sounds, I moved uh, a little bit forward. On the effects chain for the drums, I have Schlap, Tape Pro, and RX950. So I'll go ahead and bypass these effects. And I will quickly activate them as I'm playing the beat so you can hear the difference in the sound. So I added slap to give the drums a little bit more punchiness. As you can hear here, it sounds a little weak, but once I activate it, it gives it a little bit more punch. So this app is good for that particular reason to give 
whatever sound you're applying it to more punch. They have a bunch of different presets here that you can play around with, but I just left it on uh, default and played around with the parameters until I got something that I liked. All right, so after Schlap, I added Tape Pro. Tape Pro is a really good app. It's really good for um, tape emulation. Again, they have a bunch of different uh, presets here that you can play around with, but I just left it as default and played around with all the different parameters until I got a sound that I liked. So right now with Schlap, the sound was a little bit too bright and I wanted to give the drums a little bit more uh, bottom end. So after playing around with all the parameters, uh, this is what it sounds like. So as you can hear, it doesn't sound as bright. There's not so much high end. Uh, it kind of gives it a little bit more of a tape sound. And it definitely gave it a little bit more punch and more bottom end, especially to the kick. So I'll play it again uh, with it on and off. So after Tape Pro, I added the RX950. The RX950 is the emulation of the Akai S950, and I'm sure most of you know about this app already. But basically, I added this plugin because I wanted to give my drums a little bit more uh, crunchiness and bring up some of that high end just a little bit, but not too much. So let's go ahead and play that with and without. So you can definitely hear the difference. It's very subtle, but you can definitely hear it just a little bit, but it definitely makes a difference for sure. So I just played around with some of the parameters here, the filter parameter and the audio bandwidth. And I'm not sure if some of you know about this little parameter over here, but over in this little square box where it looks like faders, if you press that, you get this little uh, knob over here that says brilliance. And it's basically like a filter to make your sound uh, a little bit more bright or less bright. But uh, I really like it, though, because it's very subtle. And um, when you play with the parameter, it doesn't it doesn't add too much. It just adds a little bit. But as you can see, I added a little bit here. And we'll just play around with that to see what it sounds like. So yeah, as you heard, it's a it's it's very subtle, but it definitely makes a huge difference um, with everything else combined. So yeah, that's everything that I did for the drums and the effects chain. The next thing I added was the roads. So let's solo that and play it. So just a simple little chord progression there. So the app that I used for the roads was uh, Henny's House Mark 1, which is a super dope app. And I'm sure all of you already know about it. But this is definitely my go-to app if I want that classic road sound. And what I added to the effect chain was just a little bit of side chain compression to the kick drum. And then I um, added a high pass filter to take out some of the bottom end of the road so it doesn't interfere with all the other uh, low frequencies within the track. So let's take these off.
So the only other thing I added uh, to the roads was in was within the app itself, and I just added a little bit of reverb. And just a little bit, not not too much. And the chords, I believe, were... Let's go ahead and record that. Let's unsolo, turn off the quantize, it's off already. All right, let's go. All right, so the next thing I added after the roads was the bass line. So let's solo that. So the synth that I use for the bass line is my go-to, which is Poison 202. And again, I used the deep bass patch and I tweaked the parameters to get it how I want it to sound. So I just adjusted, you know, some of the EQs and the filter, and uh, I believe I added some effects as well. And then on the effects chain within Beatmaker, I just added some sidechain compression to the kick drum. So without the sidechain compression, so adding sidechain compression to the bass and the kick drum will give the kick drum more space so that it doesn't interfere when the bass hits the kick drum at the same time. All right, so let's go ahead and replay that and add it to the beat. And I think I remember. All right, I think I got it. So the next thing that I added was just some little layers and uh, some other things to add on top of the beat. And this is what it sounds like. And the synth that I used for that was Digitalism, which is another really dope app. And the patch that I use is Tiny Flowers. And I believe I adjusted some of the parameters here a little bit because they got some stuff here you can play around with. And what I added to the effects chain within Beatmaker is just some sidechain compression. For this particular sound, I didn't have to add too much because I thought it sounded pretty good already. So the only other thing I did was just adjust the levels so that it sits in the mix uh, nice. And, you know, it's just there kind of faintly in the background and not super loud and overpowering everything. So let's go ahead and add this part to the beat.
All right, so the last thing I added was the synth lead, which I will play right now. And the synth that I use for that particular sound is Moog Model D. And the patch that I used is, uh, if you go into the lead category, uh, I use Brass Brass. And I believe I adjusted some of the parameters within the app. I don't think I had to uh, do too much because it sounded pretty good already. And the only other thing I added within Beatmaker 3's effects chain is sidechain compression. But not too much, just a little bit, just a little bit. All right, so let's go ahead and replay that part now. That's the whole beat and the thing with making beats is that you know you can keep adding layers and layers and layers at some point you got to stop i think i had a couple other layers uh within this beat but it was too much so i took away some of that and and kept the ones that i felt like made sense and you know made an impact on the beat as you can see i only have a loop here but i basically you know i have the base of the beat and afterwards i'll just figure out the sequence by duplicating everything and then i'll kind of listen to it and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mute some things, solo some things, and I'll go with whatever feels right. You know, maybe, maybe the drums sound good in the beginning. Maybe the road sound good. Maybe the bass and the drum sound good together. You know, there's a lot of different combinations of what you can do. So you kind of just got to feel it out and whatever feels right, just go ahead with that. And then once I have like a good sequence, I will, uh, I'll add some ghost notes to the drums and add and change up a few things within probably the bass or the the keys and you know add some different little variations so it's not so repetitive and other than that i just have some stuff here on my master channel for the effects chain and i have bark filter real bus and enhancer so let's bypass these and as the beat is playing i'll slowly activate them so you can hear the difference <laughs> And yeah, that's it. Um, for my master channel effect chain, I don't have like a set of effects that I use, but I definitely have my go-tos. Bark filter I use quite a bit, and I just have uh, the limiter and compressor activated, and I have the triple band preset, and I just adjusted some of the parameters here, and there's a bunch of stuff you could play around with. And after that, I added Realbus, which is a tape emulator, which is basically a tape emulation slash saturation by uh, Tone Boosters. Tone Boosters have some really great effects plugins. I use them a lot. Basically, I just played around with the parameters here again. Uh, they got a bunch of different stuff you could play around with here. Saturation, compression, different kind of tape emulations. 
like I'm just going through some of the presets. But yeah, there's a lot you can play around with. But I just kept it at default and just played around with some of the parameters here and didn't go too crazy. And yeah, that's it. That's what I got on my effects chain. I, I definitely do use some other stuff on my effects uh, chain for my master channel. I use different effects for different beats because sometimes, you know, bark filter might not sound good on, on this beat, but it sounds good on, a, on another beat. So I have my go-tos and I'll go through them. And if it sounds good on this particular beat, then I'll use it. If it doesn't sound good, then I'll, I'll try out something else. And again, it just goes by feeling, you know, if it feels right and, is, and if it sounds good, then I'll, I'll go ahead with it. And I don't try and get super technical with it. You know, I usually just go by feeling and if it sounds good to my ears, then I, I will trust that it will sound good to everybody else. Basically, I find that if you get super technical with uh, plugins and synths and all that, it can kind of get in the way of creating and sometimes even put up a roadblock in front of you to a point where you, um, you know, you're not really enjoying it anymore and you're just relying too much on the uh, technical aspect of things when, you know, music is basically all about feeling. If you're just an average listener listening to music, you're not, you're not breaking down the beat as like a producer would. You're, you're just listening to the music because, you know, you like the way it sounds. But yeah, you know, I, I used to do that where I'd get way too technical with my music and it just, it prevented me from, you know, completing beats, completing music and just putting out stuff in general. I mean, I still go through that sometimes, but for the most part, when I'm making music it has to be, I have to do it by feeling, you know, if it feels right, um, if it feels good then you know i'll go ahead with that maybe to some people this particular effects chain doesn't make sense but you know for me it makes sense and it sounds good to my ears and if it sounds good to you then you know that's all that matters don't try and get too technical with everything you know you just just have fun with it you know play around with different things if it sounds good it sounds good um yeah so just yeah that's that's my rant enough enough of that now all right so i will just go ahead and play the beat one last time <laughs> all right y'all that about wraps it up for this one i hope y'all enjoyed that uh this is the first time i've ever kind of done something like this but if you enjoyed it and found it helpful, please leave a comment below and let me know if you would like to see more stuff like this. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching. Until the next one. Peace. Thank you all so much for tuning into the very first episode of Beats with Jay. If you'd like to watch this episode live in the studio, don't forget that all episodes are also available on my YouTube channel. All apps, plugins, and info that I've mentioned in this episode will be listed in the YouTube description box. See y'all in the next one.